0: My thought process is, you know, that free product will bring them back to my website where I have some other overlays that do cost. Hello creators, welcome to another episode of Careers 2.0.
1: You know those video overlays that make your clips look burned or retro, vintage? Well, someone has to create them. And today we're talking with a guy that does and who makes pretty good money doing so. David is a professional videographer and editor, and he built his business around video overlays. And he built it on YouTube without personal brand, something we talk quite a lot about on this podcast. It's great to talk with someone who is so excited and supportive also of this podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I did. So let's jump right in. Here's David. Hi, David. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. David, can you tell us a little bit how you got, first of all, maybe into the film business in general rather than the online products?
0: Yeah, so I've been interested in film for a long time. Um, It started when I was a kid. You know, my family bought one of those big uh, home video cameras with the big VHS tapes and and that's how I started and I had a lot of fun. And of course, we still have a lot of home videos of, of little me, you know, playing with the video camera. Uh, so I think that's probably how it started. Um, as I got older, you know, I, I just did hobby or video as a hobby. And then I had a friend ask me if I would shoot their wedding video. And that was the first time, you know, anybody had asked me to do anything like that, kind of more on a professional level. And so that was kind of nerve wracking, but I did it and um and I thought it turned out horrible because it was my very first wedding video <laughs> I'd ever done. But but they seemed to be pretty happy with it. So uh, after I did their wedding video, you know, a few more friends saw it and they started asking me. So then I got into wedding videos, uh, quite a bit and that was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. And again, it was just getting to, you know, play with video and and edit video and everything. Um, and then I kind of moved into, uh, working at a news station, a TV station. So then I got to work with uh, video and editing there as well, and and that was a lot of fun, and that's what I still do today, full time for my full time job is work at a TV station. Um, Can you tell us a bit about the split,
1: how it looks these days, or how how much time do you spend on your day job and how much time creating for for online sales?
0: Yeah, so I like I said, it's a full time job, so I, I work forty hours a week, um, and I've still got a family and you know three kids and a wife and everything, so I still have to split it with that. But um, working with I guess my side hustle with Selfie, like it's maybe, maybe I spend about two or three hours a week working on that. So it's not a whole lot of time. Um, but that's how I like it. I mean, I don't want to, I don't have time to spend a lot of time working on that, you know, so I do enjoy that. It's just about two or three hours every week. Um, and I'm pretty happy with how things are turning out with it. Are you, are you okay sharing what does translate
1: in terms of money, like if you for, for those two and three hours per week, how much revenue are you able to generate
0: in those uh, in, in a week? Um, yeah, it's hard to because it fluctuates so much, and I can't really put mm-hmm. like a, an amount on how you know converting to hours, but you know, about each month I've been making you know anywhere from 15 to two thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. but again, that, that fluctuates so, all
1: right, so. On average, 500, uh, 500 bucks per, per couple hours yeah. of work.
0: Doesn't that doesn't yeah. sound too bad. It's been really helpful, you know, to pay stuff off and, and just to kind of pursue other things in life. So. Okay, so how, how did you get into
1: creating online products?
0: Yeah, it was kind of, it, it's funny how it happened. So I've had a YouTube channel forever, just uploading, you know, funny videos, just random videos. There was really no uh, uh, focus or vision on that YouTube channel. but yeah. Um, i had always, you know, went online, went on Google and, and searching for film effects for how to make digital video look more like film. And and so I felt like I had got a lot of information from the, the filmmaker community, uh, but I never really gave back to them. So I wanted to do something that would kind of give back to that community. So I made these, uh, my first set of uh, film burn overlays, uh, they were transitions, and I uploaded them to YouTube, just kind of You know as a a thank you and and that was it i just uploaded it i didn't really think much about it you know after that um but then somebody commented on there and he said and i actually because this is what started it all so i I printed off that comment and i framed it it's actually hanging up here on my wall but it says if he said you're seriously a lifesaver if you ever take donations then please let me know and so that kind of set off a little light bulb in my head i was like wow you know somebody would actually be willing to pay money for something like this uh, so then, you know, I made a few more and then it was a matter of trying to figure out, you know, how to set up a, a webpage, you know, where people could actually buy it and, and pay money for it and everything. Uh, but that's how it officially started is from that one comment from just some random YouTuber who, who decided to comment on, on that one video that I made. So that's how it all started. Wh- when was it? Um, so that comment was in 2018. So a few years okay. ago, but I, you know, I, I, after that comment, you know, I made the, a web page where they could buy it and everything, and I just let it sit there for about a year or so, like not really putting much effort then- into pursuing that anymore. But but then once I saw people started you know, to actually purchase things that I made, purchase the overlays, then that's when I actually started to to focus more on it and to start pursuing that more. So probably about a couple of years ago now is when I've actually started really working at it and focusing on doing more with it. Interesting that you mentioned, um, putting
1: those overlays up for sale and, uh, and collecting money on it. But I also know that most of your stuff is actually free. Why? Yeah. If, if this is
0: sort of like a money-making, you know, effort, mm. why so much is free? Sure. Yeah. And, and I could be totally wrong. Like all this is new to me, like the marketing and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's worked for me so far. So I, I figure I must be doing something right. I'm sure there's things I could tweak and, and do better, but. My thinking is, you know, I wanted to, because I got so much for free, you know, from the filmmaker community, like Mm -hmm. I want to provide free stuff to them. Um, And so a lot of what I do make, I do still upload to YouTube, you know, once a week and I do make it free um, because I do want to help them. But also my, my thought process is, you know, that free product will bring them back to my website where I have some other overlays that do cost, you know, some money. And so hopefully the free stuff will bring them back and, and maybe they'll want to spend some money and purchase some other overlays that I've made. So so that leads me to another question is how you come up
1: with your next product? Is it just experimentation and fun or you have some system for that?
0: Yeah, it is. It's a lot of just experimentation. And it's kind of funny. I here lately, I've kind of thought of it more of like art because it's I really don't have a great idea for one. I just know I, you know, I need to make something new, make something different that doesn't look the exact same as all the other overlays that I've made. And so a lot of it is just starting with a blank canvas and just kind of building on that and using different colors and, and just, I feel like, you know, I know that what overlays have sold better, what people have commented on that they like. And so I know kind of the look that I'm trying to go for. Um, and so it's it's kind of a fun process, just kind of starting from scratch and just kind of putting something together and seeing what looks good. Can you talk a little bit about the process? Because for me, not
1: a filmmaker, I have no idea what goes into making an overlay at all, and I would be very interested to, to learn a bit.
0: It's it's not glamorous. Uh, usually <laughs> how it starts is I will go into just a dark room. Usually it's my bathroom, because uh, there's no lights in there. Uh just have a camera set up on a tripod. I take the lens off of the camera, And I just sit there with a flashlight and just kind of shine the flashlight into the, into the camera body. I'll try different light sources, like a candle, or sometimes I'll take a, a, a crystal glass that has different patterns on it and shine a light through it. So it gets different, uh, neat light effects and everything. And so that's kind of the base of how I start. And then I'll bring that into after effects and start adding, you know, different effects and add different colors and add multiple overlays to that and everything. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's how it starts. Just me in a bathroom with a flashlight shining it, you know, yeah. very glamorous art. Yeah. Yeah. But, wow. uh, but okay. So what would you say is
1: the reason why you get over a hundred thousand downloads? Um, is it because you have so many different
0: overlays or because they are so, such high quality or because nobody else does what you do? I think it's just because there's not a lot of, I don't have a lot of competition. Um, there are a few people out there that do make film overlays and everything. Um, but whenever I started, I didn't know, and I still don't know a whole lot about, you know, marketing and, Baby. you know, SEO optimization and all that. Um, but I knew that one sure way I could get my stuff out there, like on YouTube, is to just make so much of it that whenever somebody searched on YouTube, you know, film overlay or, uh, you know, light leaks or whatever, like YouTube would have no choice but to show my my overlays that I've made just because I was going to make so many of them. You know, I wanted I wanted my stuff to just flood the search results of YouTube. Um, and so that's, I think that's where that all came from. And I think that's why, um, you know, people do use it just because I don't give other people much of a chance for their stuff to show up on YouTube. So yeah, whenever you search something on YouTube, you know, you're for sure going to see, you know, three or four or five results of, of my overlays that I've made. You mentioned that this is like couple hours per week of work yeah. um and of
1: course getting making something more out of it would take much more work would you like okay. that it becomes your like full-time gig and you can quit your, your your day job or no you would just like it to be something more but not to replace the stuff that you do which you enjoy
0: yeah oh i would absolutely love to do this full-time because okay. uh, i do have a lot of you know, new ideas that I want to try. I do want to spend, just put more time and more effort into making the overlays. I know I can make them, not that they're bad right now, but I know I could make them a lot better than what they are. You know, all my life I've always wanted to work for myself or have my own business and everything. So yeah, I would love to eventually, you know, do this full-time, be able to quit my, my current full-time job right now and just focus everything on creating these overlays and, and, um, you know expanding it a little bit more, offering more things to to people, so I would absolutely love to do that yeah is, is there anything you do right now in order to get there? Any plan that you have in place um i mean every you know every time I make one, I try new things, you know, hoping that the new thing I try is, is gonna increase sales a little bit more or you know get you know expand my audience a little bit more and everything, so it's nothing that I'm doing just like you know, right now that's just going to blow it up, but I feel like it's just maybe steps getting there. Um, you know, I have gotten to the point where I've started to make just about as much as I do as my full-time job. Um, but it's, you know, it is scary, you know, scary to, to jump ship, you know, knowing that you consistently get a, a, a paycheck from your job every week, you know, versus to working for yourself and just hoping that the sales are going to continue. You know, it's a scary thing, especially when you've got a family and kids to raise. Do you have some threshold that, that if you reached it, that would be the moment some agreement maybe with your wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got a number in my head that, you know, if I ever start hitting that number consistently, you know, for a few months, then yeah, I'll for sure. I'll quit my job. Yeah. Can you share that number? Yeah, it's, it's $3,000 a month. Okay. So, (laughs)
1: yeah, so, so that's close to what you're getting right now. It's not that big of a growth curve that you need to you need to be on in order to actually achieve that, right? So right. have you have you found any of those baby steps that you're doing that work maybe better? Uh, some that you observe that, oh, that seems to be working well if I post more often or if my videos are longer or anything like that could get you there?
0: So I haven't really seen anything like for sure that works um you know as i i try to post right i don't try i do post every week on youtube um mm-hmm. and so obviously that's making you know my subscriber count go up you know i'm, I'm getting closer right now i'm sitting at thirty eight thousand subscribers so i would like to hit that one hundred thousand subscriber mark um you know i feel like the more subscribers i have the more traffic will go to my website and resulting in more sales uh so that is I guess my goal right now is just trying to grow that subscriber base to get more traffic to the website to, to make more sales. Um, I know this year I've kind of made it a goal to learn more about email marketing. Um, you know, cause you read a lot about email marketing and, and how effective it is and how that can really help us with, you know, sales and everything, but that's yeah. something I'm not real knowledgeable about. Uh, so that's something I'm wanting to look more into and, and figure out that. So hopefully that'll help me get more towards my goal of quitting my job eventually too do you have an email list right now yeah i do so with Selfie, you know every time somebody downloads a product whether it's free or paid you know they Hmm. that that product gets emailed to them so they have to put in their email address so i do have a big um you know email list i just i don't know what to do with it so all right um
1: well you have a list of customers doesn't matter if they download for free or or they paid money they are your customers right so right have you ever tried to use that list to sell another product that you release uh some some
0: i have yeah i so and it's really random you know i'll just send out an email and of course you can select you know which email addresses you wanted to go to you know do you want to send this email to people who just downloaded the free stuff do you want to send the email to people who you know actually paid for a product so I have sent out emails. Um, and I think every time I've sent one out, it's just kind of to announce a new overlay that I've made and it does, it works. You know, I get maybe two or three people who, um, you know, respond and and actually go and buy that product. So it's not in my mind, it hasn't been a huge success, but I mean, it does work a little bit, but I know it, it could be, it could be better.
1: I have a question that may not feel related, but I I think it, it kind of is. So when you are creating your, your, your videos, I noticed that they are mostly, if not only, um, samples of the overlays, right? Okay. Um, you are never actively on camera explaining what you did and how you did it and how others can use it. Is there a, a reason behind that? Um, you mean like explaining how to, how they can use it? I, I really mean just you showing yourself on camera more, That's, oh, well, right. like, you know, we're talking to other people, um, other s- successful creators, uh, gotcha. most of the time, building trust and uh, and building uh, their um, sustainable sort of income is directly connected to their sort of face and presence, uh, right. that people trust, not just the product and the quality of their products but also trust uh, the person. So whatever they release, because they know them, they like them, they identify with them in some way, they're gonna buy right. more for them. Uh, whereas in your case, I see quality products, a lot of downloads, but not that many it seems um, attachment or, or repeated
0: purchases that would I ex- would expect to come from email marketing. Right, yeah, that is one thing that I've thought about a lot, um, you know, I. I don't I'm not a big personality like I don't I it's never been my intention for me to show my face on YouTube because I just it's one of the things you know everybody's self-conscious and and I you know I just don't see the point but like you said yeah people in order to build that trust they do want I, at least I feel like they do want to see you know the person making them and kind of you know build that trust with them and build that relationship with them and so that is one thing that I've been thinking about lately like should I start you know introducing myself and say hey this is the new you know overlay that i've made this is how you use it and everything um i just haven't uh haven't done that yet you really
1: don't have to tell me about being self-conscious uh, a couple months ago oh. i wouldn't even think to be on the camera and recording a podcast with anybody you know so believe me yeah. i know what it means to be self-conscious yeah. but uh, but yeah but but i strongly believe that um when you said that i don't have much of a personality I, I've known you not for very long, and I, I can already say that I, you have a great personality. And and knowing yeah. what you do and the passion you put into this, uh, that's quality, right there. You know, um, I you. would love personally. I would love to see more of you uh, showing how you do your work and and what you do, because I think that would resonate with people a lot.
0: Yeah, I've had a lot of people comment and ask, you know, how, the process of how I make overlays. Mm-hmm. What you asked earl- earlier, you know, like you know, talking about the flashlight, you know, shining in the camera, and so. In my mind, the, the first time I was going to, you know, make an appearance, I was going to make a tutorial video, like how I make the overlays, just kind of show people the process of that. And that's kind of when I was going to make my first appearance and everything. And I have actually started working on that video. I've, you know, I've got bits and pieces put together. I'm working on it everything, but uh, it'll be a little bit longer before it's finished. But... Do, do, you, do you feel like it could be uh,
1: giving away your like trade secrets a little bit or, or, or no, I'd rather like happy
0: to help? Right. Yeah. So that's that was my thinking when I very first thought about I was like, well, I don't want to tell people how to make Mm -hmm. their own because, you know, I want people to come and buy it from me. Um, But I think it's just going to be one of those things, you know, the time that goes into it, you know, people aren't going to want to, you know, take that time for themselves to to make it and to put it all together and everything. Um, And, you know, over the you know, like I said, I've been doing this for a couple of years now. And so I've got elements from when I first started that sometimes I'll still use. And so I'm not having to every single time start, you know, with the, the flashlight and the camera and everything I can use old, you know, elements to make new things. And I think people just, you know, they, they, they want to pay for convenience. You know, they, they can buy it and have the finished product right now, instead of, you know, spending a few hours of their own time making the overlay then to use for their product. So, so yeah, my, my thought process has kind of shifted from, well, I don't want to give away my secrets to. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal if I show people how I make them, um, because they're they're paying for convenience. I
1: totally agree, and I, and I think uh, from my conversations with people, this is exactly what I see. Uh, you sort of show your expertise, like this is how you can make it. You don't have to pay me anything; you yeah. can do it. But if you want if you want to take a shortcut, I can provide you one for just a couple of dollars, you know. And that's right, right. that's uh, yeah. that's a secret in it. You're a person that is into filmmaking and uh, and that's your passion right so what is your right. thought of the short format handheld videos that uh not overtake us uh, these days uh, do, you, do you love it do you hate it uh do you consider yourself as uh, as person that
0: may use them one day right yeah i don't hate it i don't hate it at all um i think it's just kind of where you know things have headed headed you know everybody holds their phone you know vertically so it's i think it's more natural to shoot video that way now yeah, yeah. you know in this day and age but I think whenever it comes to like the, the true filmmakers, you know, like you go to the movies, everything's horizontal, you know? So I think everybody's still, you know, whenever they make a nice, you know, polished edited film, I think it's always going to be horizontal, but I think the, the vertical handheld stuff is more just for like social media and everything, which I do still feel like there's a place for, you know, my overlays with that, but Mm -hmm. I, I just don't think people use them as much. Would you put yourself and your content on
1: those type of platforms or you would rather stick to YouTube?
0: I mean, I don't have any problem putting them on that, on those platforms. Um, but I think right now, like my main focus is just to, to stick with the traditional stuff. I think that's, that seems to be where most people are using my overlays anyway. So I could be wrong in that, but no, uh, I'm asking because,
1: uh, I see a lot of, um, a lot of traffic coming from uh, vertical reels and, you know, they are maybe not great for building um, community. You mentioned that, that the, you know, the community of right. people on YouTube, the comments, the, uh from my experience, uh, TikToks or reels, they don't bring much community, but they bring a lot more eyes on content than that, mm-hmm. that YouTube doesn't. Um, YouTube is more long-term, right? You have uh, search optimization, you know, people are more, When they look for your stuff and they see your stuff they are probably more interested in your stuff already it's like uh, much further down in the funnel that we talked about but only right right. so you can have you know hundreds of thousands of views from people who may not know about you or even the technique but may be interested in in what you have so i just uh, i I was wondering whether you consider it as a acquisition channel rather than sales channel of any sort just to get more eyeballs on your amazing stuff basically
0: yeah and I have for a very brief, brief period, I did upload some stuff on TikTok, and it did, like you said, it got a lot of eyeballs and everything. There's a lot of views on it. Um, but I didn't really see a whole lot of sales out of it. And again, it's, you know, I'm not all about sales. Like I do want to build a community and everything, but I don't know at that, at that point in time, I just, I didn't see that it was working real well. So I didn't pursue that any further, but not to say I, you know, it would be something for the future. Definitely. And when you mentioned community. What do you mean by that? Like, how would you build a
1: comment? How would, how would it look like in your case?
0: You know, so I see a lot of other YouTube channels that I follow and they're very, you know, the, the person, the YouTuber is very engaged with the comments or, you know, they might hold like, you know, I don't know, like a workshop or something. And I like just that interaction between the, the YouTuber and the audience. And that's kind of what I want to do. Um, but like you said, you know, I don't show my face on YouTube right now. So it's, I feel like it's one of those things they don't really know me, but you know every li- literally every single comment that people make on my YouTube channel, I'll make sure I respond to it, and not just a quick, hey thanks, but you know a more thought out, you know comment, a, a a genuine comment, I guess, you know to respond to them. And so that's right now how I'm kind of trying to build that community, um, and I think it's working. It's just working slowly, uh, but yeah, I think if you know if I did decide to. Introduce myself, then that might help it a little bit long, a little bit more. But that's also the, why I'm asking because that also gave me thought. You
1: mentioned that um, you don't know how to use email marketing, what to do with email marketing. And I, I, I when I think about email marketing, the, the good kind of email marketing, not just spam, <laughs> you know, that that e-commerce companies send to you every week. Uh, we have a discount on this and discount on that. rate, right, sure. Um, but when it right. comes to building actual community, uh, you know, like the uh, the newsletter sphere uh, exploded in the last few years uh, because it's just much more than than just a sales pitch that someone does but it's a community building thing you know people sharing the stuff that they made the stuff that they learned um and what i'm thinking is this is much more sustainable um channel to build a community because you actually have contacts to people right if someone comments on you on, on you on your video you cannot go back to them a week later and contact them directly to tell them the thing or two but um, right. b- because the the, the the interaction happens just in that moment in the comment section underneath the video whereas in email you have the list as you mentioned of people who are sort of attached to you whether whether they 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 no. just because bought a product or they, they like you that would be um a great tool to build community don't
0: you think Yeah, I do think that Um, I guess the thing I struggle with as far as email marketing, you know, what just what do I say every time? Because I like you said, I don't want it to be spammy. I don't Mm -hmm. want it to, you know, every time they get an email from me it's me trying to push or sell a new product onto them. Um, And so, yeah, that's been my struggle, like because I've heard, you know, you should be sending emails on a regular basis. And I'm just like, well, what? What do I say, you know, every time, you know, what's something that is going to make them want to open their email and read from me, you know, every single time I send an email. And so that's kind of what I struggle with with that right now. I just don't know what to say to people. I get it.
1: Um, And when you go through the YouTube comments that you're getting, um, do you feel like maybe you could convert the comments that you give to people uh, or the answers that you give them or the questions or or requests that they have and convert them into a written written newsletter format, is there enough there? Yeah, I think there would be enough there. I mean, at least to get started. I tend to find that, uh, asking people uh, is often the best way, you know, um, like yeah. very often myself, I, uh, I ask an audience, uh, what do you want to see? What do you want to hear? And, uh, okay. and I get the reply, um, like we communicated over email, right? You send a response to, to my email. And you told right. me literally what you would like to hear, what you would like to see, and I find that there right. is a lot of value uh, value in that. And uh, exploring your audience and understanding your audience and then responding to them, uh, I, I think that's a that's a great way to to engage and build a community, right?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So you think when it, like I should email them and just ask, you know, you know, what 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 questions you have or what kind of overlays would you guys like to see that type of stuff? Why not? I mean, email is a two-way communication street. That, that, that,
1: yeah. That's the value of it, right? It's, uh, it's not just posting a, a quick TikTok and then hoping for something else in crickets. Uh, right. But you can expect people to to engage with you. And I think people seeing the value that you provide and the quality of your work, they would like to learn from you. They would like to see more of your process and more of your stuff. I know I would. Hey, I'll give it a, a shot. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about... Uh, about this year, about 2023? Uh, any any goals uh, that you would like to achieve? Would you like to quit your job already this
0: year or you give yourself some more time? I would love to quit my job this year, yeah. <laughs> and I say that now, hopefully my boss won't watch this podcast when <laughs> uh, Yeah, that would be a great goal because, you know, it, it goes back to family a lot too. You know, the kids are growing up. My oldest, she's 11 now. And, you know, I, I want to spend time with them when they're still little, you know, I want to grow up with them and everything. So I would love to be able to you know, quit this year and I do have goals. Like I said, the email marketing is, is a big goal. I want to, you know, do more with that and see yeah. how that works. Um, you know, maybe this will be the year when I finally do, you know, show my face on YouTube and kind of introduce myself and we'll see how that goes as well. So. I think both me and the audience, uh, watching, uh,
1: would definitely like to see that that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, would you mind a little uh, so-called quick fire round of questions? You know how it goes: quick questions, quick answers. I would like to yeah. uh, get your get your some thoughts, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. Um, team player or lone wolf?
0: Oh, is both an answer? Sure thing, because I, I do. I like working on my own. Like I, I'm an introvert. And so I just enjoy that alone time and being focused and and not having distractions and everything. Um, but then I do like, you know, the community part of it. I like thinking that, you know, I am helping, you know, a community of people. And so I like that part of it as well, too. So both. Taking risks or calculating carefully. Whenever it comes to this, uh, these overlays taking risks. I like to see what, what works and what doesn't and If it's a risk that backfires, then, you know, I feel like, you know, I've still got my main income from my full-time job. So, you know, it's not going to put me in a financial bind or anything like that. Mobile or desktop? Desktop. Who inspires you most? Oh, who inspires me most? Man, that's a good question. I mean. It's got nothing to do with video stuff, but, you know, I like Walt Disney. Uh, you know, Walt Disney, he was just the creative, you know, brain that he had, you know, and, and wanting to just create new things all the time. Like he inspires me a lot. Yeah. What is a business tool that, uh, you find is often underappreciated and
1: you couldn't live without? A business tool.
0: Um, probably just. You know my good old laptop. My laptop is, you know, it's 2012, so it's several years old. Uh, but it does a great job. You know, I think everybody wants the latest and greatest. You know, especially with YouTube, everybody thinks they need to have the the best camera that they have. But I mean, I'm still rocking stuff that's 10 years old and it's working fine. So I think just older equipment still works fine. You don't always need the the latest and greatest. And what does success mean to you? Success means just, you know, reaching your goals, whatever your goals might be. You know, I, it's never like a number unless, you know, that money number is your goal. Um, I think success success is just hitting your goals. You know, just making a goal, working towards that and hitting that goal. Lastly, are you a morning person or a night owl? (laughs) Definitely a morning person. (laughs) That's a tricky question. Yeah, she, my wife is the complete opposite. She'll be the one that, you know, stays up till 11 o'clock or midnight every night and, and I'm in bed no later than 10. So for those watching us, you should
1: know that we're recording at 5. AM for David's time. So he's definitely, definitely a morning person.
0: Is it something you do, you do daily? Like, uh, is that, that's your routine? It, no no I, I will say i i did wake up early you know for this so i i, yeah, I woke up about 4 30 this morning but normally i don't wake up quite that early but uh but yeah i still i wake up about six in the morning i very much appreciate you waking up a little bit earlier
1: today to, to to join me yeah hey i'm glad i could do it. and i hope that you will hit your goals uh and uh, i hope we'll we'll talk more about them and i hope that uh Yeah, I hope that you'll quit your job. I hope your boss won't see it, but
0: it's a great goal to have. And, you know, if he does see it, you know, oh, well, as as long as I can hit my goals, I'd be fine with that. I, I think if he's a good boss, he will understand goals that people
1: have. It's quite natural. Thank you so much for joining, David. It was great talking with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm a huge fan of David and I'm happy to say that since we spoke, he actually started showing his face and building his personal brand a little bit more, which you can see on his YouTube channel. We can all do better and grow. And I want to grow this podcast and make it even better. And hopefully I can get your help with that. So please share your feedback, share the podcast and subscribe. And I'll catch you in the next one.